0: The actions we choose today will plant the seeds we grow tomorrow. This is Skull Babylon, and you're about to listen to Paradigm Shift Radio, episode 129 Rebirthing Babylon from Within. In theme with the core of the Paradigm Shift Central project, in this episode, we invite community members on to talk about some of the ways that they are helping change the world. Babylon is a symbol for culture as well as our personal journey, and so as we continue to share our experiences, we accelerate our collective growth, which adds to the shift in consciousness. Paradigm Shift Central is an interactive community project that you are invited to be a part of. Stay tuned for future episodes and upcoming community team-building hangouts to connect with the team, become more involved, and get inspired to be a leader where you are. Sign up for LiveNet, check out the new quest item store, add your support to the Patreon campaign, and help these ripples create waves. Spiral out and enjoy the show. It is through the reflections of each other that we expand into something more. International friends, seekers, shifters, lovers, all you people out there who are being you, Who are helping change the world, who are shining your light into the darkest corners of the earth, and really being able to help make this a very exciting adventure for all of us. This is Brendan, and you're tuned in for another inspirational, interactive community episode of Paradigm Shift Radio. Thank you so much, once again, everybody, for tuning into this episode, wherever you are, whenever you are, whether you're tuned in live or you're listening to it in the future version of the now. The time is infinitely now, it doesn't matter if you listen to it now or later. But tonight's episode is going to be, once again, a very exciting one. And of course, I just want to be able to welcome everyone here. Of course, we are always going to be having some new people joining us. And that's part of the exciting thing about Paradigm Shift Radio. And uh, tonight's episode in particular is titled, Rebirthing Babylon from Within. Now, what this means is uh, sort of related to the symbolic way of interpreting what that phrase means. And there's a lot to sort of talk about at once. And even those of you who aren't familiar with the project, I'll do like a quick brief Overview, uh, Just real quick. But basically, rebirthing Babylon from within refers to the idea of being able to help change the world by changing things from within. So, you know, a lot of people will talk about the idea of like replacing systems or getting rid of old things or moving this around and doing that. That's all part of the process, but evidently it's uh, rebirthing, and, and I think that's kind of the important thing is to be able to think of that both in terms of rebirthing culture and rebirthing the self. So we'll talk a little bit more about uh what babylon is uh in terms of the symbolic esoteric meaning associated with it but what we're going to be talking about in this episode we're going to be welcoming on you guys to use this episode as a platform to share some of your stories to tell us a little bit about some of the some of the shifty things that you guys have been up to in terms of helping change the world in terms of helping elevate consciousness in terms of helping shift consciousness towards more acts of compassion towards more mindfulness towards peace and alleviation of suffering and all the things that go along with that paradigm shift in the process, so uh, right now, as it is, um, in case you can 't tell i 'm still multitasking just a little bit, but I want to be able to remind and invite you guys to please continue to share the show this is a, This is a great opportunity to do it because the show is just getting started, and we want more people to be able to tune in off the start and i 'm th- Thinking we'll be able to get in uh, a quick meditation as well before we officially get started. That may actually be something that we do. Um, well, we'll do it at the top of the show. We'll do it at about halfway through the show. We'll, we'll aim for that and we'll do like a meditative break and then we'll continue from there. But really just sort of picking up from what we started last week. And um, before I even get too far, I just want to be able to uh, get a, a little bit of a ping back from the people in the live chat. If I can get an eleven eleven from you guys in the live chat to make sure that you guys can hear me okay that the audio is coming through perfectly and uh, that will just be a quick ping and we'll be able to continue forward from there but of course just thanking everyone for being here as always and a lot of people uh, as i mentioned last week was a big was a big episode for paradigm shift radio that was one of the uh global meditations that we did the healing guided meditations and there's a lot there's a lot of people who tuned into that you know like in terms of about we had about 150 people tuned in live uh again which is you know that's a lot i always compare things relative to like classroom sizes you know like 150 people that's like that's like seven classrooms that's huge so uh, we had about 150 people tuned in live and then obviously we've had uh you know around about 500 people who have tuned in to the show afterwards. So, I mean, that's a lot of people collectively meditating at once, uh, regardless of whether it was live or afterwards. And thank you so much for those of you who tuned into that and for taking that opportunity to center yourself, to explore deeper, to reflect more on your own relationship with your own mind, and to uh, sort of allow the universe to bring back messages to you in the moment of, the, of this now. So, I definitely encourage you, if you haven't done so yet, to go back and to check out that previous episode of uh, of Paradigm Shift Radio, which, of course, you can find through LiveNet. So what Paradigm Shift Radio is, um, Paradigm Shift Radio is all about rebirthing Babylon from within. And as much as I would love to be able to just, like, psychically transmit to you everything about the project all at once, I'll do my best to just sort of summarize it real quick uh, for those of you who might not be familiar with it. Because this show is really designed more than just something to listen to it's actually an invitation it's an invitation to be able to take part and that's kind of the exciting thing is that this is the paradigm shift project it really is an interactive quest or an interactive like game or a journey you know a lot of people play like real time strategy games and everything like that and for me I've pretty much been able to create this project to the point where my reality has become something very similar to a real-time strategy game with actual quests and missions and objectives and accomplishments and perks and levels up, and I want to be able to invite more people to be able to take part in that, and I'll explain more about how you guys can get involved a little bit later into the show, but like I said, we're going to be inviting more people to call in to talk about how they are helping change the world, and you can do that by calling into the host number, and if people want to call into the host number now, please, by all means, we don't have any callers in the queue, so I'll just invite you guys to get queued up, and in the meantime, I'll just give you a quick overview in terms of how I am personally helping change the world, and a little bit about what this project is. So, again, you know, like, going back to, going back to, like, a little bit about what Babylon is, like, Babylon is an ancient city that, you know, some people actually, there isn't, like, a solid specifically... Uh, specific like definitive historical record of Babylon, so to speak, Uh, or at least maybe I'm I'm mistaken, and maybe there is, but um, a lot of people say, you know, like it came after a series of other cities, like came and went, and even after like Atlantis, and eventually it became sort of an accumulation of like the real highs and lows that culture and society had to offer. It had like the highest wisdom and the deepest desires, and, and that's what I sort of see Babylon as more of a symbol for. And the word Babylon... Um, refers to like the idea of Babel, and Babel is the idea of like language uh, being miscommunicated and, and sort of like the idea of, I honestly don't have all my notes in front of me here, but I was doing some research on it earlier and we do have any experts who are familiar with historical records uh, and just symbolic interpretations of Babylon. And please feel free to call in, but my basic, Uh, answer to it is that Babylon is uh, something that we can recognize as like a symbol for culture for society for the world that we live in and whether that's the positive things or whether that's negative things like Babylon is like the checkerboards of society that we are playing within so again it's, it's the idea that like instead of trying to like instead of trying to like just like say like oh i don't want to play anymore it's the idea of changing it from within of changing the system from within of shifting the paradigm from within so for those of you who aren't familiar, um, Rebirth from Within is also like what goes hand in hand uh, with my YouTube handle named Skull Babylon. And of course, YouTube.com forward slash Skull Babylon. You can find all the information there uh, for all the videos that I've been putting up and backstory on the Paradigm Shift Central project. Um, but what this project is, it is an opportunity for us to be able to help create space for consciousness to be able to uh, move into, to be, able to, bl- to be able to grow, to be able to blossom. And part of the idea behind that is that the Paradigm Shift Project is really about encouraging you guys to go out there to get active, to get engaged with your communities, to engage in acts of shiftivism, as we call them, and specifically to be able to build Paradigm Shift communities. So that's part of the idea is that... Through listening to the show, we want to be able to help inspire you guys. This show is spiritual medicine for us to be able to connect back uh, on however often we do the show, which might be a, every two weeks at this point, and to be able to just like refuel ourselves to be able to say like, yes, you know, like this is this is this story is bigger than just my story alone. This is our story. This is a story where there are people all across the world who are taking part in this journey in this conscious evolution. And so the story of Paradigm Shift is the story of rebirthing Babylon from within. And and the basic story of it, again, you know, just a, the rundown of it real quick, is that we want to be able to encourage you guys to create physical Paradigm Shift communities. And we want to be able to give you the tools to be able to do so and for it to be able to be fun and exciting in a lot of ways and for you to be able to build the tribe. For you to be able to build the tribe where you are is a big part of this. So through the main website of com, you can find the old links on how to start a community. But basically the communities just have regular open-minded discussion and meditation circles. And that was, again, you know, my answer to the question of how can I rebirth Babylon from within? And it's through ways of evoking synchronicity and through ways of using the shift buttons, which we'll talk a little bit more about later. And through this idea that if you build it, they will come. And through the idea that through... The open-minded conversations, it gives us a chance for us to be able to do similar to what we're doing right now, to be able to mirror ourselves, to be able to reflect back, to be able to see more of our bigger selves and to be able to share in our, our collective wisdom and to be able to And to be able to just, like, continue to help support each other along the way. So that is what community is really about. You know, it's putting the unity back into community in in a lot of ways. So there's so much to this Paradigm Shift Central project, but boiled down, it is about encouraging you guys to transform yourself. To get out there, to take action, to, to build physical paradigm shift communities, have open-minded discussion groups, and to just be able to do whatever you can do to be able to plant those seeds, to be able to help assist in the shift in consciousness. So, just excuse me one second as I'm just getting over a little bit of the tail end of a cold, <coughs> which I'm happy to say is pretty much completely gone because I am ready to level up. And this is like, excuse me, guys. A big part of the story within the Paradigm Shift community is um, reflected through my own personal best best efforts to be able to facilitate these uh, regular radio shows to be able to invite us on and, like I said, to be able to help get more people involved with this conversation. And part of that is uh, relative to, as some of you heard and I mentioned on the pr- previous episode, is that my intention with uh, the Paradigm Shift Project is actually to be able to transmute this, to be able to develop, to be able to earn this, to uh, step into my path of making this a career choice to be able to actually do this as a career and that is actually totally possible now that we have the new patreon account set up through the live net website that you can find out and also at patreon.com forward slash brendan culleton which is my name and you can find the links for that in the live net and everything and i want to explain more about that but at the same time i just want to be able to continue to bring the focus back to the community but this is i apologize because it feels like i'm Trying to talk about like 20 things at once right now, and I will just say I'm looking for a person to call into the show. So, if there's anybody in the live chat who wants to call in and tell us a bit about what they have been doing to be able to help rebirth Babylon from within, then please feel free to do so, and we'll bring you on fairly shortly. And in the meantime, I'm just going to continue to tell you guys a little bit more about like how this mission is looking from my end of things. And and really, again, you know, like I want you guys to be able to get engaged with this. I invite you guys to be able to get engaged with this. And so the Patreon thing is a big part of it, and uh, the Patreon thing actually goes hand-in-hand, hand, and this is part of like the community news that I'll just wrap up to in the beginning of the show, is actually uh, within the last few days, one of the things that I've been working on is the creation of the new Paradigm Shift quest item store. So those of you who are familiar you know that within the Paradigm Shift community, one of the ways that we rebirth Babylon within from within, or hack the matrix, is another term that we use, is through the effective use of planting seeds by using the shift buttons. And the shift buttons are all over my city of London now that I've been sharing them for quite a few years now. And basically, the shift buttons contain potent symbolic and timeless imagery on them that are used for evoking synchronicity starting conversation and building conscious community and so the buttons have things like the eye of Ra, the yin yang the pine cone spiral the flower of life and the time is now and other and other designs which will be released uh, online in the near future but you can find those through the uh, new website Um, and I will just say the buttons themselves contain a holographic link to this project through the website on on the side of the button so every time you have a button on you and a person will see a button on you it gives you a chance to be able to help spark a conversation with them if they recognize the symbol that you might be carrying on you and then you can always share that button with them as a gift and that's how they work you can plant a seed with them you can give a button to a stranger and then the stranger will go home and they'll check the website on the side of the button and will link them into this community project which links them into the entire network of this paradigm shift community and the evolving story of it and of course the journey to a Movies, which uh, the third one is in production, and that's part of um, the ongoing work that I'm intending on doing as part of this uh, project towards uh, moving and creating this as a career path for myself. But I will just say the link for the sorry the link for the uh, quest item store can be found through LiveNet and also directly through Paradigm Shift Central link. Dot com or link.paradigmshiftcentral.com. I created a new URL on both ends. But that is the new website. You can find it through the top of the Live Net as well within the um, banner navigation there. But basically uh, it's called link as it is right now because it's going to be more than a store. It's actually that that initial URL in that part of the website, which is a standalone website designed through a new platform uh, specifically for commerce and organizing the store uh, will also be used for things more than in the store so that's why it's at this point called paradigms link dot com because it is a link it is a nexus point it is an access point it is an event horizon between uh, now and future potential so stay tuned for that but feel free to check it out and there's more things that I'll be putting up on there in the meantime and um I also do have a promo code that I'm going to be able to share with you guys later into the show that will be able to give you a discount on purchases through the store. So this is a really cool announcement because I want to be able to encourage and invite you guys to make uh, to get your orders in through the Paradigm Shift Central store so that you guys will be able to equip yourself with the tools that are essential for being able to help build conscious community where you are and each time you have a button on you it really is um, it's granting you the ability to use us casting abilities as i refer to it so it'll give you the chance to reach beyond yourself to leave a button on a bus to give a button to your friend and again think of this in the same way you'd think as like an mmorpg or you know an rpg or an rts like this is actually like Think of this as an epic quest, and the shift buttons are tools to be able to do that. So please feel free to explore that, and um, stay tuned because I just got to be able to give you guys the... Yeah, there it is. So I got the uh, discount code, and the discount code is actually going to give you guys a $5 off any purchase over $15, and that will be active for the next week, and part of how we're going to do this... And keep in mind, like right now... like. (laughs) I, I do apologize that like this episode may sort of be like, Oh my God, he's just talking about like so many things at once. And, um, part of this is practice for me. Uh, part of this is being able to touch base with you guys. Part of this is just being able to try and like get a lot of things into a short period of time and bring you guys up to speed on all the exciting things happening within the paradigm shift central project. And, um, part of it yeah is wanting to be able to encouraging and inviting you guys to be able to get involved with in this project in interactive ways so Let me just explain this uh, real quick and then, again, inviting anybody who wants to call in. We don't have any users currently in the live chat. Um, I see some people chatting in the live chat, and again, I apologize because I can't keep an eye on both live. There are two live chats right now, and I'm doing my best to keep an eye on those at the same time. But I will say, if you want to call into the show, one of the ways you can call in is actually through using Skype. So if long distance is is an issue for you then you can call in through the guest call-in line, or sorry, you can call in through Skype. So click through, if you're in LiveNet, click through to the original Blog Talk link, and then through there you'll see a little uh, Skype icon, and that Skype icon will link you into uh, dialing into the show through Skype. So that is another way you can do that, or you can call in through the guest call-in number at 347-539-5493. So let me just explain, uh, while I'm still on the topic, And then, you know, we're going to talk about, we can talk about, there's so many things that we can talk about um, within all the stuff that's happening in the world last week. I mean, there's a lot that's happened since the last time we did the broadcast, which was two weeks ago, um, on the new moon, and now we're on the full moon. And maybe that explains why there's just like a lot of energy like flowing through us right now is because we are riding on this full moon. But before we get too far into things, I just want to be able to explain and invite you guys that, again... Part of, okay, the big the big focus right now is to be able to work towards um, achieving the career path achievement mission uh, through the website, through the Patreon website, so that I'll be able to continue to dedicate myself to working on this project, and it will continue to evolve, and through my own ability to commit more time to it, it will allow us to reach out to more people, to connect them, to get more involved with this project, so this is the cool thing is that when people donate through the Patreon website, it works through monthly contributions. So we're asking people to donate monthly micro-contributions, be it $5, $10, $20, or even $2. And the cool thing is, this is really cool, is that anybody who signs up, anybody who signs up as a supporter through the Patreon account, through the Patreon campaign, will receive a 25% bonus on any shift button orders that they make in the future so that's like the really cool thing. So if you're like planning on like ordering more shift buttons, then you can totally like make your money back very easily and get a lot out of your contribution value by signing up as a supporter through Patreon and then through there, like I said, you get 25% bonus on any of the shift buttons that you order. And uh the I will say the um the promo code for the the promo code through the link um, through the store right now is, uh, if you guys want to write this down, again, this will give you $5 off any purchase, over $15 within now and the next week, and I'll be putting up more items in the next coming week as well. But the, um, the promo code that you can enter when you go to purchase is Q4L. 5J9. So I'll let you guys like enter that in again and I'll just type that into the chat. So the promo code is Q4L5J9. So enter that in to the uh, to the discount option when you're ordering something from the store and again you can find the store through the links in the live net up at the top and also through the Patreon. So okay, have I <laughs> Eleven eleven in the live chat if you guys are still with me. Like <laughs> I'm doing my best here. <laughs> so I appreciate your patience. I appreciate you guys being here and again the stuff at the, the tough the stuff the stuff at the top of the show is like important but my thing that I really want to be able to get to is inviting you guys to call in. So really inviting you guys to call in, and still waiting for that first person to call into the show to talk a little bit more about the ways that they are shifting paradigms, the ways that we are shifting paradigms. And you know, I can I can totally go and explain to you guys a little bit more about like how um, part of the way that we're doing it through the Paradigm Shift Project is through the effective use of the free hug tactics, and that's like a really cool thing that we're seeing now across the world. Is we're seeing Seeing more and more people, um, creating like creating opportunities to engage at, uh, with free hugs, and like that is like a very very powerful thing. And I sort of put up a post not too long ago because it was actually in the wake of the uh, of the tragedy in Paris, of the uh, you know the terrorist attacks in Paris, and everything that was going on there. And then one of the things that I saw was that there was, like, a guy doing um, free hugs in Paris. It was a, it was a Muslim man, and he's, I've seen this tactic used before, and he, like, puts a blindfold over his eyes, and then he puts out a sign that says, you know, like, I am a Muslim, like, hug me to, like, show that you're not afraid, to show that we are loved, to show that we are one. So it was this short video of, like, a lot of people, like, hugging this guy. And, you know, I like, my point when I was posting that is that like I said, you know, free hugs, things like free hugs, Things like shift buttons, things like creating connections and and heart-opening opportunities, are our tools against fear. Are our tools for love. Are our tools for being able to help rebirth Babylon from within. Because as much as people will foster and um, you know sort of like be able to draw a lot of their attention towards the fear, there's more and more people who are really, really um, opening up their hearts and who are really like just like. Getting happy about seeing more people engaging in things like simple acts of kindness and engaging in things like free hugs activities. So, really encouraging you guys to engage with free hugs activities is a big part of this project. Um, And again, it's going to become more coordinated over time because I want to be able to just like set up like uh, worldwide events of like free hug missions that will be documented and uh, you guys will be able to like share in the process of that. And also, through the mention, I'll mention as well, through the Uh, website through the store you guys will be able to um, find the starter kits and the starter kits are an awesome way to be able to help engage and again you know like these are the the buttons and the starter kits like these are opportunities so if you're ordering these online you're ordering experiences and opportunities for you and the people who have used shift Lens in the past you guys know how effective these are and so the starter kits on the website uh, through the store website are something that include a batch of shift buttons as well as some free hug signs as well as some shift button pamphlets and so like that's like the really cool thing because as soon as you get those in the mail you can totally go out there and engage in acts of shiftivism right off the bat and the tutorials for that are you know through my YouTube on Skull Babylon and also through the store website where i will explain a little bit more, more to you as a tutorial on uh, ways that you can do that and ways that you can combine the free hugs with the shift buttons um, and and again, you know, like just being able to cover some of the bases as to like what this project is encouraging is what this episode is about. It is about rebirthing Babylon from within. It is about hacking the Matrix because that is like such an important thing is just being able to get out there take action have the courage to do so understand how synchronicity works understanding that like putting yourself out there is going to make a difference even if even if it's like one person because sometimes it may just be one person you know but then you'll like hug one person and then the, to them that will like mean so much you know it'll plant that seed of hope it'll show to them that like wow you know there as much as there is all this crazy stuff going in the going on in the world there's a lot of good going on in the world as well so that's like a super Super, very, very cool thing. So again, if you guys want to get uh, right involved with this project, one of the ways you can do it is step one, if you really want to get the most out of it, sign up on Patreon to be able to help support the career achievement objective and also to be able to get your 25% bonus and then put in an order for your starter kits through the Paradigm Show Central or to be able to order just a regular randomized batch of ship buttons or anything else that you guys want. And uh, yeah, like through that, like it's just a like, again giving you guys the tools to be able to help be a bridge for esoteric knowledge and that is you know a huge part of what Babylon is you know people always sort of like associate Babylon with like Illuminati or anything like that but like when we're talking about Illuminati like you know I think that term uh, doesn't need you know that that sort of refers to more of just like oh. Uh, people who are aware of knowledge and by people it's like the internal illuminated self It is like the ability for all of us to remember more about what our connection is to this reality and again you know this goes back to unity this goes back to realizing that like this too is a very tangible uh a very flexible reality in the fact that like thoughts create and the fact that this too is another version of the dream so just being able to, um, yeah, really, really get you guys involved with that opportunity. And of course, through LiveNet, you can document your ongoing quest mission. You can document your ongoing adventures in synchronicity. Um, that is like a huge part of this project as well. So quick overview everything that we just talked about what do we got we got the launch of the new quest item store at com, encouraging you guys to support through the patreon campaign and to get your 25 percent bonus on orders to be able to encourage you guys to sign up for live net at paradigmsessentiallive.com and engage in your documentation of digital journals and synchronicity logs and dream journals and creating conscious quests and being able to create conscious articles and documenting your quests and uh i've That's pretty much the basis of it um, for now. And again, just encouraging you guys to be able to call into the show. Um, Right now, I think it is still – yeah, so right now, it is still – the lines are open, and we're still looking for someone to be able to call in to be able to co-create this episode. And um, I do see some familiar faces in the live chat. And uh, I just want to be able to, like, catch my breath here at the same time. And, uh, you know, like, state the obvious, um, just in terms of being able to share with you guys some of the back end that goes into the production of the show, there, there's quite a lot of time that will go into the regular production of a Paradigm Shift Radio episode. And I just want you guys to to be aware of that, to be aware as to, like, how your support really does help assist in, uh, these shows becoming even bigger and becoming better. And it's always interesting because, you know, we've done 129 episodes of these and every episode is different depending on who calls in. And it always seems that the um, the global meditations are a very popular way for more people to get engaged uh, with this episode, to be able to get engaged with this project. So uh, part of the plan is that we'll be doing um, another global meditation on the next full moon, which will be in two weeks. And I will say is that Again, if you want to be able to get more involved with this project, what we're actually doing is – I'll just cover this now since we're on the topic – is that we're actually uh, going to be having a team-building hangout tomorrow through Google+. And uh, you can find the links through that through LiveNet uh, within like this actual link for this, web, for this broadcast, which you're presumably logged in through. And uh, if you scroll down, you will see the link for the next broadcast, for the broadcast happening tomorrow night, Thursday. And if you are a little bit confused by that and just want to be able to get more updates on a regular basis to make sure that you're not missing anything, to make sure that you're getting everything, there's also a form that I added where you can submit your email Excuse me. you can submit your email and just do that and we'll add you to the mailing list. And that's something that we're going to be building as well. So uh, feel free to add your email within that and subscribe to get more updates on Paradigm Shift uh, as things continue to develop. And one of the big things that I'm going to be working on the next little week is going to be the um, Journey to Lucidity 3 Quest of Quest movie, which, of course, a lot of you are familiar with the previous ones. And, uh, yeah, really looking forward to be able to um, get the things rolling, get the ball rolling on the third one, so expect a trailer for that in the next week, and again, your Patreon support is supporting that, so much love to you guys so much for being able to help take part in the co-creation of this community, and uh, I do, okay, I do have someone on the queue, um, and I'm pretty sure I know who this is, and I'm excited to be able to bring them on, and I will say, um, there's like, (laughs) believe me, like, as much as it may sound like we're just like flying by the edge of our seats, but sometimes, Which sometimes we are, but again, that's like an experiment in terms of being able to show... Uh, how consciousness can flow but i will say that there are some other people who are planning on calling into the show just a little bit later we're going to be having our friend oliver call into the show and he is like a dedicated free hugger in quebec and uh, he's been doing free hugs for quite a while and he's been synced up with the paradigm chief community for quite a while and he has like developed his own his own tribe uh, in quebec and, and it's really amazing to see um, what he's done so again before I bring on this next caller I just want to invite you guys to call in and bring us back to the chorus of what this episode is about in terms of being able to help inspire people inspire each other by sharing our stories in terms of how we are going out there, how we are changing the world how we are feeling called to share our heart songs, to sing our heart songs, to bring our unique piece of the puzzle to the story and to be able to help do what we can to shift consciousness and to help make this world an even more awesome place so yes this is my Part of my way of doing it is organizing these broadcasts and organizing the Paradigm Shift Central project so that you guys can be able to help uh, get involved and get engaged. And um, yeah, the story is just continuously ongoing. So stay tuned. We'll have Oliver on uh, later in the show, as well as um, as well as a couple other people. But for now, we're going to bring on uh, our good friend from Area Code Five One Nine, and um, then we'll also see if we got some other people on the queue after that. But I'm pretty sure I know who this is. And if so, I'm excited to bring them on. So person calling in from area code 519, we are going to bring you on to Paradigm Shift Radio and hear a bit more about how you are changing the world. And again, I will just say, you know, like in terms of how you're changing the world, even if you're a mom out there who just wants to share a message of inspiration, if you're just an artist who's sharing their work, um, what has inspired you to do what you're doing? Like that is like part of the question. So we'll get into that. So caller from area code 519, we're bringing you on to Paradigm Shift Radio. Here we go. Hello. Hey, Caller. Brendan. Welcome. How's it going? Welcome, welcome to Paradigm Shift Radio. Is this Abby?
1: Yes, it is.
0: <laughs> awesome. Hey, Abby. <laughs> thanks for thanks for joining us here live on air.
1: Yeah, yeah. No worries. Thanks for setting it up. This is awesome.
0: Yeah. No problem. No problem. So, Abby, um, like I said, I was kind of expecting you to call in because we did talk about it briefly. <laughs> and uh, last week was a huge week for you. Uh, actually, the last few months leading up to last weekend. Was a huge time for you, and, uh, and and it totally made a difference. And I'm just going to hype it up in terms of like how much it really made a difference for the community. But I'll let you tell the community a little bit about what it was that you were doing to uh, to help rebirth Babylon from within, to help change the world. So tell us a little bit about what you're up to in the last
2: week.
1: Yeah, for sure. Okay, well, um, so I'm one of the committee members, one of the founding members of uh, VegFest London. So um, basically what we do is we put on a, this is the second year, but we put on an annual festival um, dedicated to all plant-based, vegan, vegetarian, holistic health, Um, vendors, information, we have food demos, documentary screenings, Um, we have speakers, we have a lot of vendors from basically all over the province, Um, we had giveaways, yeah, lots of stuff going on basically, but um, so the idea was to get the community out to uh, kind of spread the word about different, you know, alternative health, about wellness, about, you know, healthy food and how it doesn't always have to be just like lettuce and boring things and how, um, you know, what you eat can really impact, you know, not just your body and your mind, but also the world around you as well. So,
0: For sure. For sure. And um, Mm -hmm. yeah, like I'll I'll ask you specifically, like what what inspired you to uh, to create this And, and tell us a little bit more about like the origins, like how long has this been going on that you've been working on this?
1: Yeah. So, um, well, the the founding uh, member was Krista Cancula. She actually started it all. And. She got the idea from going to a similar type festival um, in the area. I believe it was Guelph, actually Vegfest Guelph. And she thought, like, it was kind of crazy how London was so far behind the times in a big city like ours. We didn't have anything quite like it. Um, and you know, times kind of are changing, and there's more and more people kind of thinking about alternative ways to, you know, get their protein or to eat, you know, more compassionately um, and more in line with the environment. So. There's a lot of demand and a lot of people seeking information, so it was her initial kind of thought, well, why doesn't London have this? And then she kind of reached out to a couple other, you know, activists in the community, myself included, and we were like, "Help, one." And so we basically just kind of, you know, pulled it out from our, our, our hats, really. We didn't know what we were doing for the most part. Um, but we all kind of filled in our little roles. I took over social media and helping with organize volunteers, and there was everyone helping out organize the vendors. But, um, yeah, it was really just like a, a, a cooperative effort to kind of get the word out. And since there was so much demand, um, in the first year we had 3,000 people out, which we thought was quite amazing. It was just over 3,200. And then this year we had over 5,000. And, uh, yeah, already the, the hype has been built for 2016. We've already got sponsorship requests and people asking about um, dates and, and wanting to get a booth. So it's crazy.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. And And, you know, like it was only a one day thing. And mm-hmm. my experience with it uh, was fairly limited because I literally got there with like less than 45 minutes and I just kind of <laughs> did like a speed run through the whole place. But it looked awesome. And, and like you said, you know, like there was lots of people there. There were lots of vendors set up. And I think that's part yeah. of the amazing thing is that, you know, it, it, there's so much creativity that that's coming through. And, and, and I really do think of, um, you know, like being uh like creativity and and being um, mindful with your food kind of go hand in hand and and i think like that's kind of like what you're talking about is like really encouraging people to get like creative uh and thinking outside the box and, and making it fun you know mm-hmm. so like what w- what are some of the it, it, try and like not to say like sell us on the idea of veganism <laughs> and stuff like that but like how is it fun to you like what 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 do you get out of it and how has it changed your life and you know people who you know
1: Oh, absolutely. Well, um, as far as like the actual food itself goes, um, I never, like before I ate a plant-based diet, I never considered myself a very good cook or a very good chef. Like I, I ate very kind of bland, boring food, to be perfectly honest with you. But the great thing about um, when you eat a plant-based or a vegan diet, I mean, you literally have so many more flavors um, to pick and choose from. You know, most people who are kind of eating the the standard American diet, um, of, you know, you know they'll have chicken one night, fish one night, steak one night. They kind of go through the same old thing. Um, but with the plant-based meal, I mean, you can literally have pasta 15 different ways. You could have carrot pasta, zucchini pasta. You could have, like, there's so many different things. When we talk about cheese as well. People are like, well, how do you have vegan cheese? And I'm like, oh, you have no idea. Hazelnut cheese. We have cashew cheese. We can have spirulina to make it blue cheese. Like, there's so many things. And so it's just, it's kind of like opening a whole new world that you'd, that you knew was there, but you never really got to experiment with until you kind of were forced to. So that's been the real delight for me to kind of dive into.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think, like, that's, like, um, you know, I I, I always think that if people were, like, given the alternative options in front of them, it would make being vegan or being vegetarian a lot easier for them. But right now it's just – they're just on the fringe and and everything like that. But it's totally – it's totally possible to like have a delicious meal that involves, uh, you know, like complete like removal of any meat products in general, and and also like including oh, dairy and stuff. And like you said, I mean, like the fact that there's, um, you know, you can create like cheeses out of like various like nuts and everything like that. Like, is that? Oh, it's amazing. Like that's that's. <laughs> cur- I don't even understand like how that happens, but I'm glad it oh, and does happen. There's so happen. Many different
1: ways. Yeah, there's so many different ways to do it too. Like it's insane, and. Yeah, I just, I, I'm always kind of blown away by how, how creative people can get when they're experimenting with raw foods. And I have to say, every time I've ever taken, um, you know, someone who's kind of not familiar with the idea of, like, plant-based living or, or that kind of thing, and they're usually used to, their kind of like steak and eggs, um, and I take them to a restaurant, if it's a raw vegan restaurant or even just a vegan restaurant, they'll, like, 99% of the time, they'll be shocked and have to ask, really? There's no milk in that? Or... Really? Like, you're telling me there, that there was no, there, that's not bacon, or, you know, and they're usually quite shocked. So it's great to be able to kind of fool people into realizing how, you know, if if you really could make the decision, why would you choose to harm an animal when it's just as good mm. if you can't, you know? So it's kind of cool that way. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it totally is. It totally is. And I mean, you know, like, that's like, that's a, i i saw somebody else like talking about this yesterday you know like in terms of um food and in terms of like mindfulness towards like compassion towards other animals and stuff and you know it's just like asking the question like was there ever a cow who deserved it was there ever a chicken who deserved it you know like we we just sort of put these questions off to the side and we kind of play you know we just kind of play ignorance because it's not in front of us but ultimately like a lot of people who will talk about going vegan and going vegetarianism will also see it as a form of, um, you know, social protest. will see it as a form mm-hmm. of, like, demonstrating and, and, like, you know, walking their talk in terms of, like, refusing to take part in this, like, mass holocaust, if you want to use that bold of a word, Absolutely. of another species. And, and some people will, like, literally say, like, you know, like, no, straight up, that is what is happening. And then other people will be like, no, no, it's we've been doing it for like a hundred years. It's cool, man. Like, don't worry about it. So, I mean, like, you know, my, my big question for you is like, how do you see something uh, like becoming more mindful of our food? Uh, Like how could you see this um, rebirthing Babylon for within? How can you see this changing cultures? Like in, you know, like two years, five years, 10 years, like what, what could you see happening from it? What would you hope to see happen from it?
1: Well, I can definitely say, like, I can already see a lot of changes that have happened on a on a, on a worldwide scale as well as, like, on a small kind of social scale. Um, when I was – I went vegetarian when I was about 12 years old. So um, starting from that in a small town, there was no – like, you didn't have a vegetarian restaurant. You know, that, that was unheard of. Like, people had no idea what that even meant. They were always worried I was going to fall over and pass out or something. Um, and now – um, in that same town, there are at least two vegetarian restaurants. The word vegan is kind of it's not mainstream, but it's definitely something that everyone at least knows about. They might you know not know everything about it or why or or how exactly, but like it's definitely becoming more of a uh, a word that people have heard before and and something that people you know are kind of aware of. Um, so that's I, I I always think it's a good thing when people are becoming just more conscious in general, whether it's of of the food and how how it impacts their body or whether it's, you know, about factory farming and how, you know, their money is being spent and what that really is supporting because I think it's it's really ultimately it can be it can be depressing to realize exactly, you know, what's happening in the world and and like you said, the Holocaust that is kind of going on around us. But in the same in the same way, that knowledge is also very empowering because we have mm-hmm. the ability to make a decision three to five times a day, what we put in our mouths and how we support The companies around us and in the world and what kind of world we want to shape. So um, my hope is that that just keeps growing and keeps kind of gaining momentum. And I don't, you know, I don't really foresee or hope for an all vegan world or anything like that. I don't really see it in quite such black and white terms, but any, any kind of general shift and progression towards consciousness of, you know, what we are fueling our body and giving into the earth, I think is good. (laughs)
0: Totally, totally, and mm-hmm. and again, you know, like it, it's, um, you're right. Like it, it would it would hard to be say that like no one should eat meat, or is there? Mm-hmm. You know, that's another question. Like, when is it appropriate to eat meat? Like, depending on like where people are living and like conditions mm-hmm. they're in, and just like requirements of the body and like the certain minerals that are found within meats, and, and people will sort of present uh, all these different angles and everything. But uh, I think so, like, yeah. yeah, but but I think um you know I I think one of the things that I always uh, sort of reflect back to is like if you're trying to sell the idea of like why someone would would eat less meat or if you're trying to like um, help them understand a little bit more about like their own habits and their own body and stuff like that like I always sort of resonate Mm -hmm. with the idea that like when you eat food like you literally become what you eat and so Mm -hmm. a lot of people will talk about you know if this animal died like while it was afraid and while it was fearful then like that energy actually like becomes a part of the food and then it eventually becomes like a part of you and then next thing you know you're like becoming like very like f- easily frustrated at certain things but sometimes people don't even notice that because that's like their baseline reality because they've been mm-hmm. eating food for so long and sometimes like it's hard for people to understand what difference eating less meat could make in their lives until they've eaten less meat you know it's mm-hmm. one of those things that like it's you know, they have to experience it uh, for themselves. But I think like being able to have now in today's day and age, like being able to have the support of, you know, like so many different resources, so many different people, such as yourself, such as Veg VegFest. And just like being able to like say that, like, Hey, like this is possible. The resources are more readily available than ever. And like, this is a part of the shift and it is a part of a more like healthier, conscious life. And again, you know, like, I mean, even for myself, like, I, I can say that I still eat, like, I, I, I eat a lot less meat than what I used to, and I'm still, like, eating, like, some meat, like, now and then when I'll, like, listen to my body. And, like, sometimes, like, I will, like, have, like, some meat and everything like that. And, you know, like, some people will talk about the idea that, like, when you have, like, the meat, it will... um help, like, ground you and stuff like that. So it's, like, almost as if there is, like, a practical purpose behind eating meat. If some people talk about, you know, like, um, being, like, too, like, floaty or something like that. People talk about how meat can ground you. Um, Whether or not, like, that's the reasoning, I'm not even just saying, like, that's, like, my reasoning alone. But um, I do admit that I still eat eat meat, but I eat a hell of a lot less meat than than what I used to. And, you know, like, I still have eggs. and, And, again, you know, like, eggs is just, like... Uh, like, I wish I could have eggs without having eggs, you know, like, I, that's the thing. Like, it's not because I, it's not because I like the fact that, like, eggs are a part of this, like, horribly barbaric industry. But it's just like, you know, like, like, I want to be able to, or maybe I just haven't done my research yet, you know, like, what would be a good alternative for eggs? Like, maybe, maybe you're a good person to ask that too.
1: Well actually I, I can I can share share with you a pretty good recipe um for vegan eggs if you want uh, like sure. the runny yolk stuff yeah it's really really good I don't have it like off the top of my head but I can send it to you um, but yeah eggs I mean uh, I I can give you a little bit of info at least about that part of it um I myself have rescued three um battery hens from the factory farming industry um, and I, I know a lot of people who have dealt with, um, other rescues and it, then the fact is the egg industry is one of the, one of the more cruel ones. Um, they're, they're, they're bred to overproduce eggs. Um, a typical, like a, a traditional animal in the wild will not produce. It's about like three times as many that they produce, um, in factory farms so they're naturally deficient in calcium and a whole bunch of other different minerals because they're producing so many eggs um anyway so it's i could go on and on about it but um the birds that i have anyway they are the most beautiful animals and they came they came here um with no feathers whatsoever their beaks were seared off as well they were in pretty rough shape in fact they were very skittish and had never even put you know set foot on anything except for wires never seen sunlight and now they're pretty much just Roman free love and life. And it, it's really cool to see the the transition from, from an animal who's gone completely devoid of life. You know, they're, they're, they literally have nothing left um, to, you know, getting excited and running up to the house with you. It's so cute. But I
0: or I was go just going to say, can, can you like, just, um? I, I think we might have like skipped over that, but can you clarify a little bit more about like what you're talking about in terms of like the little sanctuary that you got going on?
1: Well, it's not a sanctuary. Um, I guess by definition, it's a micro sanctuary. Um, my fiance and I just basically we have seven acres um, outside of town, and we have the space for it. So we decided to, um, you know, just take in a couple animals that needed some homes that you know otherwise wouldn't uh, be alive. So Cedar Row Farm Sanctuary is is really the mothership that I would refer people to go check out because they're amazing, um, and that's where we've gotten our animals from. They're they're fabulous. Yeah. <laughs> Cool,
0: cool. And you, sorry, I, I cut you off. But were you going to say something else, sir? Oh, uh,
1: just remember? I wanted to go back to what you had said about um, like intuitively eating. That to me is like a huge part of of just like shifting people's awareness. Um, not just about food too. Like we're talking like spirituality, like about like environment, everything. Like. Um, when you just even start to become more aware, and I think what I recommend to people do is just to, you know, once a day, take a mental note of what I ate and how I felt afterwards, six hours afterwards, you know, eight hours afterwards, what my mood was like, how much sleep did I get, that kind of thing. And you will totally see correlations between the days when you had like a lot of really heavy processed foods and when you felt bad and when you slept bad and when you ate really, really healthy, like more raw foods or more plant-based foods or whatever it is. Um, and that is such a great tool because as soon as you start becoming aware of that, you're like, well, of course I'm not going to eat this gross, disgusting, I don't know, whatever it is, junk food thing. I'm going to choose the more healthy version because I know later I'm going to feel better. And so that is, it, it becomes more of an easy decision instead of like a tough choice or a, or a punishment that you're putting your body through. So yeah, that's just mm-hmm. one suggestion I have for people. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Totally. Totally. Yeah. And you know, like it's uh, <clears throat> I, I it's one of those things where you can like, ask yourself the question of, like, you know, did something have to die today in order for me to live? Mm. Like, as, as Mm -hmm. like, harsh as that sounds, it's just like, oh, yeah, you know, we kind of forget that that's the case. And then we go on and we just, like, live another day. It's just like, oh, yeah, you Mm -hmm. know, like, that was fun. I spent all day, like, (laughs) sitting on the couch, like, watching TV, doing nothing or something like that. It's just like, are you kidding me? Like, if, like, if something has to die for you to live like that should be a motivation for you to honor that life that you are transforming, you know? So, I mean like that, like, go ahead. Yeah. yeah.
1: I also think like, um, and this is something I do once in a while. I used to do it quite frequently when I was kind of transitioning to veganism, but I just, the meditation of, being reflective on what food you ate and where it came from, whether it's from a farm, whether it's, you know, from a factory farm, wherever it is, you know, do you, like, and sometimes I'll even sit and think, do I know where apple came from? Like, do I even know where that apple came from? Is it like, I have no idea how was it grown? And then you kind of start that, those questions start to spark that curiosity. So you do, you know, you question yourself at the grocery store or at the farmer's market or whatever. And you, you know, you start to make more kind of aware, aware choices.
0: -hmm. Yeah, and exactly. And then, like you said, you know, like that is like kind of the objective is just being more aware of your surroundings, more conscious of your surroundings in general. Whether it, and and, you know, for a lot of people, like within the shift in consciousness, there's a lot of different ways to get into it. Some people get into it Mm -hmm. through the angle of like conspiracy theories, some people get into it through (laughs) meditation, some people get into it like what we're talking about here through diet and through veganism, vegetarianism. So um, ultimately, like one way or another, though, it, it involves like expanding your awareness like asking questions like reflecting more and stuff so i mean i think you know like being able to promote uh more mindfulness about food in general is such a key part and you know i'm, I'm happy i'm happy to be able to like have you onto the top on on the show to of the start of the show because i think uh it's one of those questions it's one of those um it, it, it relates to that idea of, of, um, you know, the, the problem and the solutions to the entire world, so to speak, uh, are like solved within our food. You know, like that's mm-hmm. so that's so much of it. And, and we just sort of overlook that we overlook like how much food is used as a control mechanism for culture for Babylon and everything oh, it's like that, you know, and, so powerful. Totally dumps people down and everything. Whether it's state the obvious, you know, you look at you look at regular like fast food and stuff, and there's very little real nutrients in that. It's all just like like manufactured, like excess, uh, you know, excess sodium, real crappy stuff in it and everything like that. So I mean, it's Mm -hmm. pretty obvious. So I mean, like if you want to like break free of your chains prove it to no one other than yourself that you can do it and one of the ways you can do it is by eating less meat and then you know as people who are just like oh but it's so hard and everything like that one of the tricks that I would recommend is to like mentally consciously like fall in love with like what it feels like to choose something other than meat Um, because it's obvious that like the what, what you're actually fighting against here is like your own desire. And that is actually, again, like we're going back to the symbology of Babylon. A lot of people talk about how Babylon is actually referring to the individual's personal conscious growth. That's why the Tower of Babel looks like a spiral going up. It looks like the pine cone going up. It represents our own uh, personal ascension. So it is us overcoming our own desires and our desires exist for us to be able to be tested by them. You know, Babylon is a psychological gymnasium that is constantly throwing these challenges at us. And so like one of the ways that you can do it uh, at a very simple basis, starting today, starting tomorrow, is by like noticing when you might walk up and like order some sort of meat related product and instead choosing something else and then falling in love with Yourself with that feeling of like choosing something other than meat, and again, you know, it's just like just it's less to do about the fact of like uh, it's easy to justify. Um, the idea of like well I'm trying to change the world and if I order like one more chicken shawarma it's probably not going to make too much of a difference because there's like a million chickens that get killed every day so I'm just going to get one more and then no one will care right so I mean that is like the easy excuse but like flip it around on yourself and see these desires whether it be related to food whether it be related to other habits uh, these like deep often root like root chakra related desires and use those as a way for you to ascend and through your own tower of babylon and um you know it, it, it I'll, I'll ask you this too abby like when you you said you started when you were like 12 years old and stuff like that has it mm-hmm. been hard at times like was it ever like even when you're getting started like do or do you still find yourself like tempted or like what what has the challenge been like for you what has the growth been like for you
1: um well i wouldn't like in the beginning it was like difficult for maybe a couple months just because I didn't know what else to eat I was so used to like my bologna and cheese sandwich with butter on you know like so it was kind of just becoming more expanding my choices was the most difficult part Um, when I went vegan it was a little bit it was obviously kind of more of a step up because there that's you know the next level of kind of like okay what else can I eat now you know expanding my my horizons more into the plant foods and less onto the animal foods Um, so that was a little bit trickier but um, like I would honestly say the only real like hard thing was giving up cheese um, because I honestly (laughs) feel like it was an addiction like a physical addiction I and once like I like three maybe three or four weeks afterwards like my asthma was gone my my skin cleared up so much I felt like my mood just in general lifted so much I was kind of like shocked I felt like something like someone had given me drugs or something. I was like this can't just be because of what I'm eating. Like that that can't be just an off and on switch like that. But um so yeah, that I mean I I loved cheese so much, but once I realized the, the benefit of being off of it, I was like okay, well that's silly. I can just find some other like cashew cheese, whatever. <laughs> so, um yeah, that was the biggest hurdle for me, but um honestly finding like um a local, like, I just went online and, like, started hashtagging vegan on everything to try and find people, and that's exactly how I found, like, so many people and so many followers, local people, you know, people from Australia, it doesn't really matter, but um, finding that network, that support system, so when you do have questions or you you feel like shit or something or, you know, your family's not being supportive, you have another group to go to that can say, hey, you're not the only one, like, we have these problems too, you're human, you know, mistakes happen, you just keep going and try to be the best you can be in the world.
0: Mm-hmm, totally. Yeah. And again, you know, like that's where like the collective inspiration comes from is the understanding that like this is like a shared story that we're all going through. And and, and totally like you sharing your story here is medicine for other people who are tuning in and, and other people who would like nonchalantly just like push Uh, thoughts of like diet stuff like to the side of their consciousness but now just by listening to it here they're just like hell you know like maybe i should just be thinking about this a little bit more because again you know like it's it's really interesting when you can sort of recognize when you're like unconsciously addicted to things and then to be able to like shift your own evolution through overcoming it and to be able to like find new growth and doing that and and i mean like how would you say um how is how how has your like being vegan, like, transformed your willpower?
1: Oh, that's a good question. Um, Well, actually, I would say, like, going vegan made me kind of, like, push the limits of what my willpower was. I kind of, I guess, before I felt very weak. I didn't feel like I had much willpower. But when it wasn't about me so much as it was more about the animals, it became an easier decision, I guess. So my willpower kind of got flexed or stretched in that way. Um, Yeah, um, I don't know. I, my willpower is kind of, uh, it ebbs, ebbs and flows, I guess I would say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you ever like, it is it, do you ever still eat cheese sometimes?
1: No, no. I mean, th- I had a transition period of about like two to three weeks, I would say, where I was, I like every couple meals, I'd be like, okay, I want to have something. So I'd just nibble on like a couple bites of cheese or I don't know what it was, butter on bread one night or something silly like that. Like it wasn't even like a real indulgent food. It was just like, I feel like I miss it. So let me try it. But um, yeah, once I kind of got rid of it, I, I I just kind of never looked back. I just started replacing it with more and more plant foods and more and more options. So I didn't miss those things. You know, you just you start to get hooked on the other stuff. <laughs>
0: <laughs> for sure. For sure. Cool. Well, Abby, thank you so much for, for taking the time to, uh, to share with us a little bit about your story. Um, is there anything else that you just want to maybe to, like other ideas that relate back to the idea of like how do we change the world like any simple ideas that you want to be able to help uh get people thinking about and then we can always talk about it more on another episode or what have you
1: um well no i mean you kind of cover it too in all that you said but just the idea that you know changing the world really like and this is something that i've kind of realized over and over and over again in my life but it really does just start with like yourself and the decisions that you can make and how empowering that is i mean it kind of—I know so many people think well, we can't change the world because it's so big, but really, like you are a part of the world, and once you realize that and kind of put that into action in in your life, it's so mm-hmm. cool to watch that happen and transform. And yeah,
0: totally. Yeah, and yeah. It's, it's it's really it's it really is like holographic, and it's being able to experience, you know, like what you put out is what you get back, what you get in, sort of thing. So, totally. yeah, and. And you've, you know, it's been awesome being able to like get to, you know, get to witness like how you've been uh, making an impact on the community. And, you know, it's just like another ripple creating another wave. So there's so many people out there creating some awesome waves. And um, thank you so much, Abby, for making a difference again, not even just in the London community, but like also like in the bigger community and being able to help bring people together. It's super inspiring. So thank you so much for doing your thing.
1: Thanks. Thank you, Brandon, for doing your thing. You're awesome. <laughs>
0: totally. Thanks. What's uh What's the website that people can go to to find out more about your projects? Uh,
1: so you can go to uh, vegfestlondon.com to more find out more about Vegfest London. And I also have a website. It's not often updated, but will be more at mybodyzen.com. Um. But yeah, that's pretty much it.
0: <laughs> and what's the and the Facebook page for the Vegfest London? They can still get like updates.
1: Yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, so on Facebook, it's just Vegfest London um, Ontario because often people get us confused with Vegfest London UK. <laughs>
0: of course, easy mistakes. So <laughs> a lot of people think we're like still in the UK and we just like don't have a British accent, but maybe we do have a British accent to some people. It's common misconception. Yes, there's a London in Ontario, Canada. So. Um, <laughs> true story so I'm gonna get the links hooked up for that and I'll post those into the show notes and people will be able to sync up with that and again like on the Facebook page uh you guys are like also posting other events happening in the community and uh like Mm -hmm. other like you know like tips and recipes and links to some of the people who are at your um who are at the veg fest and everything so yeah it's always more information cool cool awesome all right um is there is there any last message you want to share with the with people before you go I know we're crying already mm, no. asked you that, but...
1: <laughs> Peace, love, and eat plants.
0: <laughs> awesome. There you go. <laughs>
1: thanks, Brendan.
0: All right. Thanks a lot, Abby. Take care. Bye. Bye. Awesome. So that was a good friend, uh, Abby. And again, I'll post the uh, links for her Facebook page for Veg Fest London, and I'll also include her links into the uh, into her personal profile as well. I'm sure she'll be happy to connect with more shifters across the globe uh, into the show notes, and uh, you'll be able to find those through the LiveNet link. So again, ParadigmEssentialLive and uh, go to the post for blog, blog uh, for Paradigm Shifter episode, Paradigm Shift Radio episode one twenty nine and you'll scroll down you'll find the links there, so at the top of the show um originally we were talking about doing um a group meditation, and we'll do that we'll just take like a few moments. To just kind of like center ourselves to take a breath and then we're going to bring on another caller from area code 905 and i'm pretty sure i know who this is uh he's actually a, a recurring guest on paradigm shift radio he was featured in an episode like over two years back and uh stay tuned because you'll hear a little bit more of who it is in a second so um in the meantime uh we're just going to take a second here to chill out um there's something else i feel like i was supposed to mention yes of course So another thing that I want to be able to mention to you guys just before we go into the meditation is uh, for anybody who is in Toronto, I want to be able to give you guys a heads up on a super awesome event happening this weekend. There is an event going on called Earth Rhythm, and it is being put on by the um, Modern Knowledge Tour, and Modern Knowledge Tour is an event that I went to back in August, and that was an amazing event that had some amazing speakers at it, uh, including like Alex and Allison Gray, Nassim Harriman, Marty Leeds, uh, a lot of amazing people, and now this next event that they have has some even more amazing people, including uh, Les Stroud, who is the uh, known as Survivor Man, who has this show called Survivor Man. And the cool thing is, is that I want to be able to give you guys a chance to get a super discounted price on the uh, tickets there, and you can do that by um, going to modernknowledge.ca forward slash earthrhythm, but more importantly, if you just go down to the links in LiveNet, you will find the links there as well, and uh, yeah, use the discount code CONNECT to get a uh, 50% off, and uh, there is another discount code floating around for even more off. Um, and if you guys like want to be able to follow up, just send me a message with that, and I'll be able to shoot it over to you. But again, I just want to be able to plug them uh, because they're another part of how Babylon is being rebirthed from within by having these conscious community events come together. So very cool stuff going on. So again, check that out modern knowledge. Dot ca and I'll post a link for their Facebook as well, which is modernknowledge.events on Facebook. So very cool things, and thank you for Chris, and uh, thank you to all the other people involved with the organization of that. And, uh, you know, the the events, the events in in your communities are a huge way to be able to help rebirth Babylon from within, and that is, again, what this Paradigm Essential Project is about. And uh, just another reminder that, Thursday night we'll be doing a special team building hangout so if you're interested in becoming more involved with this project and talking specifically about some of the plans some of the tactics involved with organizing physical paradigm shift community meetups and getting out there and getting involved with shiftivism then please stay tuned add your email to the subscription button in the live net link and follow the links through there for the broadcast on Thursday evening at 9 p.m. EST which will be a Google video hangout and also a reminder that we're doing a video hang out after this episode as well that you guys can tune into and links are conveniently through LiveNet as well. So that's the beauty of LiveNet. We just get to centralize things and uh, try and (laughs) bring a little bit more ease to the craziness that is social media. So with that said, um, we're just going to do a quick centering meditation and then we're going to bring on our uh good friend um i'll say who it is it's our good friend ian we're going to bring ian ian mcgilvery onto the show and a lot of you are familiar with him and you'll recognize him when you hear him talk and uh we'll do that in the next few minutes so stay tuned but in the moment now let's just take a minute to um to chill out to be able to sense ourselves to be able to catch our breath to be able to connect with our breath <clears throat> And, you know, like, that's like a totally, for my own purpose, for all of our purposes, because how many times, there are times when you can go throughout the day without even being mindful of your breath. It totally happens. So this is just like a simple moment for you to be able to connect with your breath. So, (coughs) excuse me. So with that said, I just want to encourage you guys to just like, Take a moment now to just like relax, relax your shoulders and literally just like a few moments here and we'll just center ourselves with our breath. So So within this moment, just being able to bring in an awareness of gratitude, an awareness of intention for self-transformation. So let's just connect with the breath. Gentle inhales through the nose, exhale through the nose, inhale filling your heart with light, exhale feeling that light move throughout all the rest of your body right down to your toes right into your fingers. And continue to find a rhythm here for yourself. Gentle inhales. Exhales. Just connecting with the peace in this moment, with the love in this moment, and calling into yourself, whatever it is, Whatever it is that you ask for in this moment, whatever it is that you ask for to become more of who you are, to help change the world, to rebirth Babylon from within. So, again, gentle inhales, exhale. Just taking a moment here to send compassion through the potency of the full moon right now to send compassion to society, to culture, to Babylon, recognizing it as a reflection of us and honoring it as being an essential aspect of our growth So inhale. Exhale gratitude. The Babylon that we know, the culture that we experience is consciousness doing what it can to create this unique experience, this unique opportunity for growth and recognizing the courage it has given us the strength it has allowed us to discover within ourselves understanding that it is within the underworld that we will find what was once forgotten so inhale. So, for all the shifters out there, continuing to answer the call, to walk your path, to be your art, and to help change the world by changing yourself. Inhale. Take a few more breaths here. Inhale. Really bringing it in. Embodying. Embodying your potential. Exhale. Connecting to Source. Connecting to Wisdom. Transforming from within. Inhales, exhales. Just take another couple breaths here at your own pace and slowly begin to bring our awareness back to your physical body and carrying with you, allowing this medicine to reach your heart. (laughs) carrying with you a sense of hope, a sense of optimism, a sense of trust, a sense of perseverance and vigilance. This path will be challenging, but it is the challenges that makes us who we are. And by leading, even when no one's looking, We will all find our way together. Good. So again, just take a moment here. Reconnect yourself with your body. Just thank you. Thank you for being here. Aloha. I love you guys. Thank you for being a part of this. this. This is just the beginning there's so much that we got going on there's so much to our story and i'm really happy to be able to have this opportunity to share it with you guys so paradigm shift radio yeah (laughs) team shift doing its thing all right guys so uh, let's get a shout out to everybody in the live chat 1111 if you guys are still with me in the live chat and uh, we still got still got plenty more time left on the show and um, yeah, really excited to be able to bring on uh, bring on our next guest onto the episode and uh, looks like we got a couple other people who are also being able to call in so um, Ian, if you're if you're calling in from area code 905, which I believe you are, then we're going to bring you onto the show. And we're going to talk a little bit more. I have no idea what he wants to talk about. We're going to talk a little bit more about rebirthing Babylon from within. So again, you know, that is the idea. Is that Babylon is culture. Babylon is society. Babylon is the self. Babylon is a symbol. Babylon, literally broken down in terms of like what the word means, it literally means like portal or gate or stargate. And so when I call myself Skull Babylon, that's, that's more than just a name. Skull Babylon is an event. Skull, again, life, death means rebirth. Babylon, rebirth from within. That is what this is. That is the energy I am carrying. That is why we are doing a radio show right now all about this, to be able to remind us, because time and time again, it's so easy for us to sort of like begin to step off the path and these reminders help us realign ourselves with the path and to know that like our actions are making a big difference so go out there go change the world go engage in acts of shiftivism free hugs shift buttons come back tell us about it later document it on live net that is what this project is about and i'm excited to be able to see it evolve even more so with that said we're going to bring on one of our favorite shifters our good friend Ian, and uh he's been around Paradigm Shift for quite some time, so Ian, if you're ready we're also known as uh, bison. we're gonna bring you on to Paradigm Shift Radio. here we go Hello, hello. Is this Ian
3: hello yep, this is me. How's it going brendan
0: the man, the miss the legend hey
3: <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> oh man how how's it going?
0: Good man, it's going good. Um, It's good to hear from you, man. It's uh, it's been a while. Welcome, welcome back to to Paradigm Shift Radio. Thank you. Good to be here. Totally, man. Totally. So, um, yeah, just kind of like getting getting right into it. You know, like if I were to like ask you, like, what does the world look like to Bison right now, and where does the hope, where does the hope rest? Where is the hope? Um, how would you be able to answer that? Because it's a crazy world. I guess.
3: Where's the hope in the world? I guess um, it's, of course, within us and all that sort of thing. But I uh, I think really, at the end of the day, to be brutally honest, is that it's in our bank accounts and our households that we have. And in refusing to, I guess, put up with certain things that go on in society and um i guess what i mean by that is so i'm from brampton just outside of on or sorry just outside of toronto uh which is i guess for listeners northeast of london where brendan is and basically uh all around the gta around toronto you see i guess. house after house after house going up all around the gta and it's crazy and what happens is you know people come they we all get our houses and we all want to live in the suburbs because it's nice and beautifully peaceful but it's so car reliant and so environmentally devastating i guess you could say and then it just ties into uh you know tax increases every year In municipalities, people complain, but we don't understand why taxes go up when it's because of the massive infrastructure that is required to build our communities, and our communities are the architects of our behavior. And when we live in communities that shape our behavior to be environmentally frivolous, you could say, it's going to cost us our Emotional, I guess, pers- livelihood, emotional batteries, whatever you want to call it. Just like, it, it costs us our bank account. It costs us everything because we're so stressed out trying to, I guess, sustain these unsustainable livelihoods. I suppose. And uh, yeah, you just, I guess just for me, where hope is, is I I know lots of people. You know, we we're, we're all out there trying to get jobs, do this, do that. But it's like. Things are so much simpler where if we team together in a real way, then things can get done easily, but on a real human level, the stuff that I think no one wants to hear or sometimes doesn't appreciate hearing is that we've all, you know, I'm sure most people listening to this are, I'm not, you know, probably a little older, maybe gone to school, maybe have life partners, have had roommates, all that sort of thing. And a lot of us, you know, we can walk by a lot of people, talk to a lot of people at parties on the street and smile and have good times. But when it comes to close living quarters, that is so uh, nitpicky when it comes to people in Western culture because we're used to having so much space. And I think that's where a massive uh, uncharted territory lies in real communal um living basically and uh you know putting differences aside and really getting closer to people in a real tangible way that's better for our souls our environment and our wallets basically and then Mm -hmm. you know using spare resources to give to others and help them do the same i guess so
0: Mm yeah yeah yeah. And, and you know, it's um, community. Community is like such a huge way as to like how we will be able to prove ourselves it is by like, again, you know, we're talking about here, like work on the self, like let go, like overcome your own desires, transform your bad habits, quote unquote bad habits, transform your lifestyle, become like a more conscious, mindful person. And then step two is like engage with community like interact with others learn and practice ways to be able to like share and participate um one of the things that's like really uh exciting is to see like more um like conscious eco villages like showing up all over the world and a lot of them are like are in South America but there's also places um even in Quebec like the Valhalla project like are you familiar with that Ian um i'm
3: not actually but uh, this summer I lived at an eco-village in Caledon called Whole Village, which is just, right uh, I guess, yeah, north of the GTA for about two weeks. And it literally blew my mind, I guess, how um, how amazing it could really be. And, uh, you know, people – people. so basically, I guess the setup was like they they have a large ah. – hey, stop it, Elmo. Sorry. <laughs> my dog's just barking. But the – so basically, the people have, you know, a few, like 200 acres of land. It's a really amazing, amazing property. But And then on the property, they have their house. And inside the house, they've got their little mini apartments. So each little family has their own space. But there's a communal kitchen, uh, communal living rooms, all that sort of thing. And um, one of, I guess, something that struck me as really interesting i guess uh living there was their kitchen is much larger than the average household kitchen mm. and uh one of the things i noticed there when cooking is you would have to walk really far to go get something and at first it was almost like very strange and weird i know it sounds hard to imagine but it actually when it came time for communal dinners i realized when there's tons of people in the kitchen People can pass stuff around, and it just made things go super quickly. And I guess what I'm trying to get at is, like, we have so many technological capabilities right now, but it's like there's certain things that human hands are best for, and Mm it just makes so much sense where we can contribute really easily if we all kind of pitch in, I guess. I don't know yeah. if I'm going off topic or tangent well, I or think whatever but
0: that that actually um reminds me of a very relevant parable that perhaps if you hadn't said that I might have forgotten but um it's a, it's a great metaphor for like our situation and uh some people might have heard about this but um it's basically this idea that there's like a bunch of people who are like sitting around a table eating food but each of them like have like these like huge spoons And then, Mm -hmm. like, because the spoons are so big, like, they're too big for them to, like, feed their own mouth. Like, they have to, like, reach with the spoon to get the food. Or or sometimes the story is, like, them, like, around, like, a hole or something like that. Um, It's a parable. But basically it's the idea that, like, if everyone's trying to feed themselves with these long spoons, they can't reach their own mouth, and then they end up starving to death. But if everyone cooperates, they can use the length of the spoon to feed people across the circle from them, and then everyone ends up getting fed so long as everyone works together sort of thing so like i think that is like kind of what i see where, like as like a huge shift uh you know a huge way of rebirthing babylon from within is to like move beyond uh this selfishness move beyond like this like egoic nature where everyone's just like me 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 but like to actually be able to again fall in love with the alternative choice and being able to like show compassion towards others going out of your way like even if it's like just like helping people on the street who are less fortunate and things like that. Like those things, those things make a difference. And, and, you know, they just like, they get seen, like the universe sort of sees them and whether you're keeping track of karma or otherwise is sort of beyond the point. Cause I think you should just be doing it uh, out of like the goodness of your own heart. And, and you'll know, when you can sort of, like, bypass a situation where you could have done something and then you'll, like, find yourself questioning later. You're just like, oh, you know, like, that made me feel weird. Like, I wish I could have done something differently there. And then that encourages you to, like, go make a difference next time. And then maybe next time you'll, like, end up, like, talking to a person on the street and end up, like, taking them out for for lunch or something like that. Like, that's something that there's a few like homeless people like around the street, uh, downtown and everything like that. And like, you know, if I see them and I catch them at the right time, like, I'm more than happy to be able to like invite them out for a bite to eat and just like sit down and talk with them. And like, that is like, you know, that that's a huge thing that, that really does like go a long way. And, and, even though it's like not it may not be like solving like the the long term crisis um it is like just like giving them a sense of like community and companionship and, and that's the type of stuff that um really is again like is medicine for the soul is medicine for the spirit like a lot of people they look at like issues like homelessness and everything like that and they just try and throw like dollar signs at it but what we need is compassion you know a lot of people will talk about addiction addiction crises is uh, happening within culture and and uh, you know one of those ideas is that like the opposite of addiction isn't sobriety the opposite of of addiction is connectivity because through connectivity comes support which comes like willpower and then sobriety comes out of that sort of thing so um yeah like bringing it back to community is is a really huge thing and uh apologies just for like sort of like taking the mic there for a second but I'll pass it back to you Ian and then we're actually going to segue and bring on uh, another caller but we can keep you on the air as well but but yeah like anything um that you just want to add into that about community or otherwise go ahead um yeah i guess that's pretty much it like i
3: guess uh as as i've gotten older it's like i see the nuances that make up the human family and like how we just little certain things can really drive us apart which are in the long run so simple and almost uh... like so arbitrary i guess it's like it's it's the mental physical and emotional practice of putting those differences aside i guess right you know like the whole you know i do dishes you don't that sort of thing like that's really what i've discovered i feel like is such a huge factor to just um being able to cohabitate i guess you could say with people and uh... to really cut down on resources and all that sort of thing. I guess one of the things that I guess I should, I feel like I've done a few times when I had a car, I guess a couple months back was uh, I'd be driving along sort of uh, some areas where there's a lot of industry, I guess you could say, and where there's sometimes people waiting for the bus and I would, you know, stop and just be like, hey, like, buddy, do you need a ride? Uh, when you can tell where, where the bus route is going, you can, mm-hmm. you know, go in the same direction, right? And I would just ask them. And then, you know, some people would shake their head and be like, oh, like, what the heck? And just be like, no, thank you. And then but other times people would be like, oh, man, like, sure, thanks. That's amazing. And, you know, it, I, I guess this is the main thing of how our society operates in a metaphor. There's tons of people waiting for the bus for this, for that at any given point in time in the day. and there's literally hundreds and thousands of cars (laughs) passing by them in the exact same direction with one person in it. And, you know, it's like, how does that make sense? We've got, you know, all these Band-Aids on top of Band-Aids on top of Band-Aids like for solutions that aren't necessarily even problems to begin with if we just sort of do what needs to be done, which is usually just being a more sharing person i suppose yeah but uh it's just funny i guess right
0: it, it, it's so. yeah it, it's so like it's sad and humorous at the same time it's just kind of like us as consciousness we just want to like face palm our own actions we're just like jesus christ we're stupid and stubborn sometimes but again like being aware of that is like a step towards like deciding okay this is what we've done what are we going to do next sort of thing so yeah totally man And. Then, and um just setting this up for our next caller, but but uh Ian, you're you're more than welcome to, to stay on because um it's uh yeah, there's a couple more guys that I want to bring on and, and there's only twenty minutes left in the show and there's a lot to talk about and these are some really cool people. Um but again, you know, like one of the ways as to like how we're changing the system from within is like getting out there being showing acts of compassion and really like being art uh, is is a really exciting way you know like we think of people um, in past episodes like Matthew Silver those of you who are familiar with him you know who talks about like radical love and you use art as a way to get people thinking about uh, things outside the boxes, to get them thinking more open-mindedly, and to get them to start like acting uh, more, to be more inspired and to follow their own path. And so, I mean, one of the things I'll just mention real quick in terms of like how we can shift uh, things through art, um, last, you know, last week when we saw like the uh, the tragedy in Paris that happened, a lot of people just like natural reactions to it were just like upset and anger and everything, and that's like totally understandable. My call to, when that happened, like one of the first things I thought about is what was like making shortly after was like making a video so I put together a video which again you can find on my YouTube at Skull Babylon and the video was like how to find hope within the tragedy of the Paris thing and it's basically this idea that like within our darkest moments we are called to shine a brighter light and like that is like something that I feel is like that is our call to action, you know, like if the world looks shitty, then that means it's your time to shine, you know, that means that, like, call out all the shifters, call out all the superheroes, like, we're on a mission, we got things to do, we can contribute to this story, and there's so many different ways that we're contributing to it, so like that was, like, you know, one thing that I did, I made a video that got some ideas out there, reached, like, you know, like a couple thousand people, and then those people suddenly were able to shift their paradigm, to shift their thought patterns, and to be able to, like, move towards um, more, like, heart-based Passion and just like being able to like recenter themselves and move forward, so there 's more people who are doing things like that who are using their own art who are who are making art of their life and being able to share it with others and One of the guys that I want to bring on is our good friend Oliver, who I mentioned. Uh, at the top of the show and uh, another guy we also want to bring on um, is our friend uh, uh, I I apologize because I don't know how you actually pronounce your first name Um, but Shaik is going to be coming onto the show and he's got uh, the Ottawa Lifestyle Center in Ottawa and he's like running some amazing workshops and yoga classes and helping people become more activated and Oliver is doing some awesome things because he is engaging in free hugs in uh, in Quebec and he's been doing this for a while and, and he's like totally just like doing some amazing things so we're gonna hear from him so oliver if you're ready we're gonna bring you on to paradigm shift radio and here we go from air code 514 so oliver here we go hello oliver are you there
2: yeah i'm there hello Brandon.
0: Yes. hey man
2: Not welcome to paradigm nice shift radio. talk to you <laughs> thanks L- love thanks. you everybody brother and sister of the humanity family <laughs> um, so first, I, I just want to to say to everybody that English is not my first language. I'm French, so I will do my best uh, to speak the well and my truth in English.
0: <laughs> cool. So cool. You, you
2: you say you you say it, Brandon. You say it a lot of time. Love is the answer. Love is the key. And like we have to be unafraid of love. And like. In in, uh, in this summer, I be, I um, I learn I uh, listen to a conference, and uh, the guys say something really really like vibrate inside me when I listen to it. It's like love is not an emotion, love is a way of being, and when you are just love, you're able to put this everywhere, every, at every moment, present in everything you do, and like this will bring you. Love, like, love, bring love. <laughs> and, like, today, um, Brandon, say to you, everybody, I, it's been three years I dedicate my life to peace, love, and happiness distribution. I'm doing around 15 to 20 hours of triage per week. And wow. today, I been I, I did four hours of triage, one in Saint-Hyacinthe and three in Montreal. And I, I had so nice so nice people today, and like like people need love, and it's just because we are now in a society who are based on individualism and competition, and we have to try to change it, it to a society based on collectivity and cooperation. And like when when you talk about the example of the bus, like you you ask somebody like do you want a list? When you you offer a free hug to a person. I think it's kind of the same thing. Like, people are too much in their mental and they they forget their intelligence, emotional. And like, when you ask for free hug, there's a lot of person who just will think about their head and they will like, the their hamster will go round and round and round and they will say like, no, but like, from soul to soul, when you spread or you ask to give love to somebody, the... the the work is done, but like today at the at noontime um there's a guy who like passed in front of me with this car and is, and like he like pointed me and like I say hello in my hand he smile and after that, like he asked his girlfriend to put the the car on the side of the road, and he come to see me and he say, "I really, really need it like so I was at the right at the right place at the right moment. And, like, for me, the universe is a big jigsaw. And we are all a part of this jigsaw. And when you are able to know who you are, and you try to find who you are, you're able to know after that what you have to do. And when you know what you have to do, you, you enter, you, you become the jigsaw piece you have to be. And, like, when you enter in the jigsaw universe, it's the best way to do positive in your life and the life of everybody else around you
0: totally totally man oliver like you you're rocking it man like you're you're a superstar you're a superhero and and it's awesome because like people people who are like getting to know you like they become like a part of your continued story and and you guys are doing a great job you know like this is Totally, like what paradigm shift is about, is about encouraging people to like go out there and to create, create like these opportunities and create these communities. And you know, like the website that you guys got on Facebook, um, the brigade, brigade de, how do you say it, brigade de bonheur. la
2: la brigade du bonheur de l'amour et de la paix. So when I translate it in English, it's the brigade of peace, love, and happiness.
0: Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, man. And you guys got, like, on the Facebook, you know, there's, like, 3,500 uh, people who are synced up with that. And, you know, you're telling them and you're posting, like, your pictures of, like, ongoing free hugs event. And it's just, like, it's really awesome, And And I'll just, like, I'll ask you this because we're going to bring on our good friend Chica in uh, the yeah, next for minute. Sure. Um, what, like, what inspired you to, to want to do this three three years ago? If you remember, you know, like, for the people who might sort of be where you were three years ago, what would you... Like what 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 inspired you? What made you get up off your seat and want to go do do something
2: different? Like I I think the only permanent thing in life is impermanent. Like everything is constant change. But like when you ask the question to yourself, who you are, these questions with with all will always change. But you have like um um like a school of who you are and when you are able to find it you can pass the second question. And the second question is what you have to do. And when I ask this question to myself, the little voice in the side of me said, Olivier, you have to try to help to create peace, love, and happiness in the world. And like when you're, you know what you have to do, you, your heart is, what, is, is in what you have to do. The only thing it's it's it, it left for you to do it's to pass to action, like being action in your life. And like, mm-hmm. I was always in my past to, uh, to dedicate my life to, to people and, and give back to others. And like, at the moment I start to be in my life, like everything, the synchronicity of everything goes to like, wow, life is so great. Life is a gift. We have to experience it with love, with smile and with happiness at every present moment.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man. And that's the thing. Like, you share it. Like, love becomes like something that can be shared. It becomes... You know, I like this idea of, like, water for a thirsty world. So, like, every day you are going out there and you're, like, watering the hearts of people who you meet. And, again, synchronicity does the magic and you will hug the right people at the right place at the right time. And especially, Uh like...
2: And, like, when when somebody... Sorry, sorry, sorry. When, When somebody asks you no when you ask a hug to them, like some uh talking like the, the job is done and like maybe this person i will ask him like four times for og uh, and the fourth time he we will we say he will say yes but like for everybody who listen that right now like we learn in our in every mistake we did and we have to do some mistake and like by the negative and by the darkness, you're you're able to shine and learn more. And like, huh, the hurt is there to make us learn. Like it's mm. the, it's the biggest school of everything. Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And, and, and um, yeah, just like we'll, we'll bring on our next uh, our next caller in a second. We'll yep, keep you on sure. as well. But I will say, you know, like, again, part of how this re- relates to rebirthing Babylon from within is like ex- doing these like yeah. in cities is like such a visceral thing. And especially if you're connecting with the people who are in the business suits, you know, who are operating, who are, who are like a part of like that Babylon like core structure, you know, like when you hug them, they carry it with them into their desk job, into their workspace and then like that it's like a code, you know. Like love is like a, it's like this like viral thing that like begins to infect the system. It's like a new code. So I mean, it's very like sci-fi, mm-hmm. fantasy, science fiction. So I mean, like that is like you, you you can do it in that moment, but you can see beyond it, knowing that your actions are like infiltrating. And and again, you know, they're changing Babylon. Like this is happening. It's a slow and steady process, but ultimately yeah. it's working because we are doing what we feel called to do. And and ultimately, like again, like we're consciousness doing what it can to help wake itself up. And what happens when more people start doing this like that's the question that we are living right now so it's super exciting love so, is the answer man. love is the answer <laughs> cool oliver we're gonna we're gonna bring on uh, our other friend here but yeah. i'll just give you like any any um last message right in this moment for for people who are listening that you want to share with them i think you already okay. said a lot so
2: be be yourself trust in yourself and trust universe most yeah. you love and you trust universe more universe will trust and love you back and Beautiful. like being happy, smile to life every present moment.
0: Cool, man. Cool. Gratitude. Yeah.
2: For sure. Thank you very so, much, Brendan. I love you guys.
0: I- Thank you so much, Oliver, and I'll, I'll post your links into the show notes and stuff, and if you want to hang up now, you can, and um, yeah, because we'll just pass the mic over to our next friend, but I will post the show yeah. notes, the links into the show notes through LiveNet, so you can check out Oliver and connect with him on Facebook and uh, see more of his ongoing stories. So, Oliver, we'll, we'll say farewell. Until next time, I would love to have you on again, and we'll talk some more about um, yeah. all your recent shiftivism adventures, so thank you so much, brother. See,
2: see ya, Brendan.
0: <laughs> peace. Love. See ya soon. See you, soon, man. Bye. Cool. All right. So that was a good friend, Oliver, from Quebec. And uh, yeah, with only a few minutes left in the show, we're going to bring on our good friend Sheik. And uh, we'll let him tell you a little bit more about some of the amazing things that he's doing through the community events and the transformation that he is uh, helping facilitate within an amazing community. So, Sheik, uh, if I'm saying that right, I apologize either way, but we're bringing you onto Paradigm Shift Radio. Here we go. Yo, man.
4: What's up, everyone? Can you hear me?
0: Yes, we can hear you loud and clear, brother. Welcome to Paradigm Shift Radio.
4: Man, Olivier has got it down. I'm loving that (laughs) message. I'm loving that message. Oh, boy. (laughs) Yeah, bro. please, um,
0: with only a few minutes, introduce yourself and and tell people a little bit about your story. What what is it that you are doing to help change the world?
4: Mm, Yes, well, I mean, just like you guys are rolling through the process of the the infinite, the 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 un, unbegotten, the constant awakening, the limitless transformation, and ultimately, I mean, for myself, it's been quite a journey. And the process of awakening began just before the whole 2012 craze, you know, through a through a long fighting career in which I had that transitioned into starting a business around this, but ultimately lost in the the actual meaning of where my my life was headed. And so, you know, as I went through the the realms of the beginning processes of awakening, and then you start watching some certain movies, you start doing some meditation, you start doing some, some psychedelics, and all of a sudden the, the rabbit hole begins to unfold. And so, um, you know, four or five years after that, ultimately the, the whole process of the Lifestyle Center and everything that we're building up here is is really becoming that, that central hub. And like you're saying, from the inside out, you know, the guiding people through the the city life, how can they transition themselves into, you know, not necessarily leaving the city, creating communities or that that type of thing, but at least a guidance system or a guidance tool within the cities for them to create those communities, create that strength, create that transformation in their life. And so, you know, the whole lifestyle center component is, is a model or a blueprint, which I think is a universal improvement that many people are already tapping into, like yourself, in creating that, that community, creating that, that inner currency, creating the, the modules of workshops and classes, you know, all all around the the process of transformation, uh, what I like to call the full spectrum alchemy, you know, the idea of yoga and meditation, nutrition, uh, fitness, martial arts, relationships, you know, all all different types of body movement, body awareness and, and going deeper into the, the consciousness awareness and the energy awareness and all of those realms. So really the center is becoming that central space for that and, and we're we're in a space now we're really bringing that on a more global front um, and, and for myself I mean I, I've rooted myself into a really core group of teachings and you guys are nailing at it home it's 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 it, it ultimately all still comes back to that infinite space of love and you know as I was speaking tonight in our in our meditation class where when you come into that space that in that little little speck of light that's within the heart it ultimately is an infinite space of expansion. And just like every day we have new studies and science proving new aspects of the body, new you know, ways of eating, new ways of doing, new ways of being, and really the limitation is simply you know, how, how advanced are our microscopes, how advanced are our processes in science, how advanced are our material you know, means of technology and understanding this. But ultimately we're learning that this process is an infinite quest, an infinite process of expanding that love and bliss within the body which which is really what's stemming the whole infinite space of creativity and everything we do everything we experience all the spectrum of emotions are all coming back to that same light and love that we're we're emanating from and so when you are able to just you know come into that space of silence and, and reconnect with yourself reconnect especially you know it's a full moon tonight reconnecting with the natural cycles we, we definitely notice the difference between Saturday and Monday within the city, especially Toronto, I can just imagine. You, you know the difference. You feel the difference. So, you know, that difference is, is ultimately one that's been fabricated by, you know, man. It's been fabricated by this material system. So if we can come back into the space of the natural cycles and learn learn that space, know that space, be that space, that will allow you to sink into the, your own synchronicities, your own flow, your your nat beyond that the natural unfolding of where your heart is and what your heart is speaking to you and the desires it has. and so you know ultimately it's it's all about that that process and allowing that process to for, forever unfold and and ultimately, if you start there rather than starting in all the various you know, Breathing techniques and meditation postures and nutrition diets and all of that—that's that's that's the you know addition to the to the core source which where we need to start. And once we start there, then the whole process will unfold. You'll know what you need to be eating. You'll know you know if you need to go work out and raise your energies. You'll know if you need to you know take some some psychedelics or whatever you need to expand your journey. You'll know it'll be in the space of, of your knowing. But if, you, if we reverse it and we start with that, or we get all complex with this process before it's even unfolded, then that's when we get in a space of confusion. Mm-hmm. And I feel, for a lot of people in this awakening process, it is confusing because there's so many techniques, there's so many teachers, there's so many methods. Um, but it simply starts with that that inner core. So. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah. For sure, man. Well mm-hmm. said. And and you know, like I really, I really. Um Appreciate and admire just like your ability to speak in the moment to uh, allow that flow to come through because I mean like that's that's a teaching and that's a lesson in itself, you know, like you being able to communicate like that sort of reflects um, something we've talked about before where like, you know, a lot of uh, what we're doing right now is like we're becoming you know better conduits for consciousness and, and oftentimes yeah. like it is the things related to our lifestyle and our diets and our mental obstacles that will sort of like prevent us uh, that will get us in our own way and, and once we sort of begin to remove these obstacles uh physically and mentally and spiritually then we begin to like notice more ease and more synchronicity and and i think you know it's sort of wrapping up this uh episode again related to the theme of rebirth in babylon from within um one of the main things that we can do as communities in addition to going out there doing free hugs and everything, is really being able to create space to um, facilitate uh, leadership and to be able to help like, give people <laughs> tools that they can use for themselves and being able to help like point them in some uh simple yet effective directions uh because again you know like i think a lot of people especially people who are growing up are going to be stepping into this age of shifty stuff and they're just going to be like oh my god what's going on so i mean projects like the Ottawa lifestyle center projects like paradigm shift are being able to help give those 14 15 year old kids a little bit of direction by being able to help like provide them with a little bit of a, you know, like a walkthrough or a tutorial and to give them some of the tools that they can continue to use to explore further. So um Sheik, Corey, I I will say, man, thank you so much for being on the air. We only have uh, less than 60 seconds, so we're going to have to wrap it up, but I'd love to chat some more another time. And for people who are interested, run a search on Ottawa Lifestyle Center on Facebook. You can also check them at facebook.com forward slash U-M-T-B-C, and uh, I'll post the links into that in the live net info as well. And uh, just wrapping up this episode, I just want to thank you guys so much for being a part of this. And again, you know, like, talking about rebirthing... Thank you, man. Talking about rebirthing Babylon from within, a huge part of this, if you want to be able to support this project and the reach of it, is to be able to contribute to the Patreon campaign that we got going on. And then through there, get your bonus buttons and order through the LiveNet store and all that good stuff. So share this episode with your friends. We're going into the recording and the hangout is happening afterwards. And until next time, I shall see you guys in the future. This is Brendan. You can find me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Skull Babylon. Go check out ParadigmShiftCentral.com for more information about this project. And uh, with that said, we shall say goodbye. So, Corey, if you want to join me in waving farewell to the Internet, and uh, we'll talk to them until the next time. So, thank you, Internet. Until next time, All music is Peace. playing. Peace. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Stay infinite. See you in the future. Thank you for listening to another episode of Paradigm Shift Radio. You can add your support to the ongoing evolution of this project through the new Patreon campaign. By signing up as a supporter to make monthly micro-contributions, you will also be given a perk of an additional 25% bonus to any future shift button orders you make. Find the links and more through LiveNet at ParadigmShiftCentralLive.com. Thank you again, and one love.